Hi, welcome back to the Comfort Podcast. Uh, it's been a little while between drinks, but uh, we're here to get today again to talk to you about some songs off of our new record, Experience Everything, Live and Die. Um, straight off the bat, let's address the fact that I'm wearing our own merch. Yeah, um, <laughs> Dom texted me before asking if I had a shirt to take a photo for um, to sell online, and then... I didn't, so he showed up wearing it, and then he's like, "Oh, should we film this for content?" And then, as we started filming, he looked up at the what was being filmed, and he was wearing his own merch, which is always it's always fifty fifty at the best of times, <laughs> and then you <laughs> always remember it when you like run into someone from another band, or yeah. when yeah. you have to be, or you could be walking past somewhere and someone be like, "Oh, nice shirt, the comfort," and you be, you don't know where to say thanks or. Yeah. Um, yeah, cool, man. Yeah, I really like them. <laughs> that happened with Marcus and Josh Westling, I believe, at Grilled or something once. Maybe. He was wearing a comfort hoodie. And yeah. 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 It might have been me. Oh, it might have been you. Right. <laughs> yeah, back before we did this uh, yeah. tour with an old Brisbane band back in like 2014. I hadn't quite met the guy yet, but we knew of each other and, and we we're in the same scene. And he's like, oh, dude, nice shirt, the comfort. And I was like, thanks yeah it's uh, yeah it always you're always worried that they think you love yourself and it's like, i just didn't have any clean clothes <laughs> and these are like the backup shirts yeah um, but anyway this shirt you can uh purchase on our big cartel now soon. hopefully <laughs> yeah um but yeah stock um, recount i think there's no mediums left but every other size you can grab so and uh oh I, i'll say this on podcast sure um so I was wearing one of those shirts uh, on the last tour we did um, and I was wearing it on the day of the Melbourne show and um, I obviously didn't want to wear it on stage so I changed into just the, the classic comfort uniform of plain black. Black, yeah. Black um, on black on black. Yeah, and then I uh, put my shirt like in my bag, I'm pretty sure, and then... After the show, uh, I went to get it and disappeared. So um, I'm guessing either someone stole it or someone accidentally bought my worn uh, <laughs> shirt at Melbourne. So if that was you, sorry. That's um, classic. But It's yeah. worth more money now, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Soaked in Liam sweat yeah. from a drive from Sydney to Melbourne. Uh, that, yeah, that sounds... I hope... <laughs> like. Thinking of that, I was like, oh, someone's going to like go to put that on and be like, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> oh, oh, well. That's so sick. Because because we took so long to do stuff, um, which feels um, bad and awkward, but... Um, there's a lot going on. We released a record. There's been a lot going on. There's, <laughs> there's personal health. There's um, trying to release a record, playing shows. Planning um, shows. Plant, doing whole lots of stuff. And Tickets then, for tour are on sale now. Thecomfort.music.com forward slash shows. And Dom and I hate each other and want to spend as less time together as possible. So it's always difficult to get together and um, film podcasts. Yeah, we hate each other so much that when we get together, we start doing band stuff and then just talk about nonsense for hours. <laughs> So Dom's been here for two hours already, um, and we've just started recording. Um, but anyway, because of all those things, we're going to um, do a few songs in one podcast today. So today we're going to talk about Bloom and You, um, two of the uh, lovey, break-up-y, um, poppier, less heavy, more fun, more sad sounding songs.
I just kept talking there. Sorry. That's all right. So with Bloom and you, for me, lyrically at least, they've always sort of been paired together a little bit. Maybe that's from knowing you personally or maybe that's obvious to the listener as well. But they do feel like different times in the same situation. Yeah, well, they they, they definitely are. Um, And... uh, yeah, they. We tried to. We actually, as you would know, um, we tried to pair them together um, on the album as well because they felt like a, their own little moment. Yeah. Um, and they're just like they're um, tonally pretty similar. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're, they're very much uh, both written after the one single breakup I had, and kind of yeah, different different expressions of that. Actually, quite separate but similar just different moments i guess um bloom is more i uh, probably a bit more distance past it um and kind of not the complete deep sadness of you um and i think it's just because it's a bit brighter and poppier it probably doesn't carry as much emotional weight for sure um but i I did send it to one of my friends um who i think just had a breakup and uh like ages before the record came out um because he wanted to hear that song um the sad one and (laughs) then he messaged me he was crying after i'd sent it to him so classic uh, um and uh we'll do that to you (laughs) well uh made your mum cry true yeah she did say that she actually said that when i saw um went to morningside the other night your other band, Tom's other band called Morningside, to release an EP um, called Slow Wave um, with a really cool photo on the cover that I took. Um, <laughs> but your mum's like, I can finally listen to you without crying. <laughs> um, yeah, shout out to mum. Yeah, shout out to Dom's mum, <laughs> Mrs. Dom. Um, but yeah, they're, they're both pretty sad ones. Um, but yeah, Bloom, Bloom was the first time we've really written a song that way as well. Yeah. Um, uh, I feel like we've. I feel like I've told this story so many times. Different in different uh, areas of our existence. So I think you told it once on a podcast. We told it once on our like live album yeah. stream thing. Um, and that might be the only time, only times we've said it publicly. But yeah, right. um, it's worth saying again. The, the podcast well, is about Bloom. That is so. the point. Yeah, I just always <laughs> feel weird after I've said something once. It feels no. like I'm. It's like performing. Um, but that's just you know. The autism yeah um <laughs> uh yeah so we were dom and i were just having like a few writing sessions when we were i don't know if we were really writing for the album we were just kind of writing um i don't think it really had anything had really no. any shape at that point and um something i'd been wanting to do for ages was there was this drum beat in a um demo 1975 song before they were 1975 um, it was called Ghosts. Um, was like you can only find it on you know YouTube or download. I think so it's under Big Sleep. If you yeah, it might yeah, be, if yeah. you want to find it because it's a really good song yeah. actually. But yeah, it, I I always loved it. it had this the um, the chorus drum beat I really loved and um, I wanted to write a song kind of based on that. So I was like, hey Dom, can you program this beat in? Um, and then we're like, we need a verse drum beat as well what other 1975 (laughs) song can we steal so um one of uh both of our favorite songs called you um funnily enough um by 1975 we took the uh like intro and first verse beat of that for the verse of this song um 
and then we used that as the shell. I had like a, a chord progression that I'd kind of just had for a while um, waiting to use for something. So I just decided to put it over that, the chorus of that. Um, then you did the bass and lead for the verses, um, which were, it was just, it was the, a very indie pop sounding song that I think for novelty reasons we were like really stoked on and I guess because it was like not the typical song we would write we're like oh this is sick Mm. um and showed it to Marcus and Isaac and they did not love it at all (laughs) um just yeah weren't stoked I Um, guess it wasn't the comfort vibe oh it wasn't the comfort vibe at all and um it would it would have sound sounded completely out of place um, on the record, but we even had we had vocals written for it um, that were on this horrible demo that I, uh, we should play. Um, let's play it now, and uh, see you on the other side. See you on the other side. I, I can cut this section. I know so it doesn't matter. I just <laughs> leave in a bit of gap. I'm gonna leave that in there. Okay. <laughs> And this is, that was Bloom Demo, <laughs> whatever, I don't know. Um, so, as you can see, very not comforty. Mm. Um, lead straight out of Modest Mouse. Oh, I think in that demo version it's actually changed. But oh, it yeah, because Mark has made you change on. it. Yeah. Um, don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, and then we, we kind of, Dom and I both felt there was enough of a, a song there to to like that was worth um persevering with so yeah well actually we because they didn't like it and we loved it so much we were like maybe we just figure this one out and we keep this for like a side project we'll make like some pop project and Mm -hmm. and release it that way because we felt strongly about it needing to be a song we wanted to release Mm -hmm. um but then i guess in that process of rewriting and figuring it out you figure out how to make it a comfort song and yeah. stripped it back slowed it down and made it like a way more guitar based yeah. i just took the the guitar that was already in the chorus and made that kind of like the starting point and then mm. um and th- the other reason was dom and i both wrote a chorus separately for it so um in and with the pop version it could only pick kind of one of them based on the structure but um figured out a way to put both of them in um, for the final version. So the chorus Dom originally wrote is now the pre-chorus that I sing and the chorus I wrote is the chorus that 
Dom sings. <laughs> um, and we just, yeah, try to get everything in there. And, um, yeah, actually, like, pretty stoked with that song. Definitely. Um, so for, like, musicians playing along at home, it's okay to rip people off as long as... <laughs> Because in the process, it actually ends up nothing like the original song yeah. you're trying to rip off. And like it, it's drum beats. Yeah. Um, yeah. They've all been used. Drum beats don't matter anyway, <laughs> do they? <laughs> and, and then obvi- and with everything like that, when we give it to um, Isaac, it always ends up mm. different anyway. Um, and then, yeah, that, I mean, the song completely changed from there. Yeah. Um, well, I'll jump back to the lyrics then. Um, at the start of the song, you start off with, I watched you leave so many times, but this time is the last time. Yeah. So uh, that is a reference. Um, re- uh, Throwback. Returning motif. Um, <laughs> that, uh, yeah, that's from, that's the first, well, pretty similar to the first two lines in Love and Other Drugs, mm. uh, which I decided to do because um, Love and Other Drugs about a, long distance relationship mixed with mental health stuff um and there was a lot of uh watching the person leave and this is the breakup song about that relationship so last time i watched them leave um Mm. and yeah i i always love putting stuff back to previous songs yeah we've done it quite a few times and you did it um my probably my favorite one is um in Deprime and Sanctuary, you and start Sassen. the song. Yeah, and well, Sassen, well yeah. and also um, Come Home by the Color of <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, our, old like, old teenager band. Yeah, that was rough. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so, and, yeah, this... Um, I can't even remember. I think it just came... The lyrics came pretty naturally um, based around the... Um, the melody from the original like pop demo song it f- flowed pretty quickly from there, which um, is rare. Sometimes, yeah, they just pour out, and then other times they're a struggle. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just kind of all the things you think, and after a breakup, trying to make sense of it, and um, you know why. Like even like when it just like it's not bad, it just kind of stops working. Yeah. Um, and you know it's such a. I always like I always because I overthink everything. I just think about things, and it's just so weird how relationships work that um, you can be so intertwined with another person for like in this case, you know, like f- four to five years, mm. and then you never see that person ever again. Yeah, it's um, like and a- can't talk to them. A personal death for you, but no one else experienced it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe your family as well, but yeah. yeah. And and it's yeah, you have so much um, like shared memories and experiences. Yeah. Um, and then you know you kind of it's this massive rebuilding of routine and life and day to day things, and there's so much reflex around uh, having another person around for that long. But yeah. Um, so there's a lot of um, mental stuff going on, and uh, yeah, for for me, there's always a lot of internal blame and wondering and thinking because I think too much. So yeah, that's that's kind of kind of that one. Bloom. Yeah. Mm. 
Not too much else there, is there? I don't know. There's um, there's our classic overlapping vocals. Oh, yeah. So, so <laughs> stoked with the overlapping vocals at the end. Yeah, have you ever heard of a band called um, Taking Back Sunday? Have I? Yes. Yeah, I have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so they do lots of these like overlapping oh, vocal okay, things. And uh, yes, there's another band called uh, Blink 182. Blink, yeah. yeah. Um, we grew up listening to overlapping vocals and every producer we've worked with at some point has said, not sure about overlapping vocals. <laughs> when, oh, yeah, I forgot process. Jimmy didn't like it. <laughs> well, he did once he heard it. Yeah, but, yeah, didn't But like he was that. like, yeah, I don't like overlapping vocals. Um, yeah. They don't work. But no, I'm paraphrasing him. He, he wasn't that against them. But so they have to be very special to make them work. And we put them on two, three songs on this record. Three. Sad song as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Begin Again, Sad Song, and oh, Bloom. Guess, yeah. 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 Beginning is a massive overlapping vocals. Yeah, but I had nothing to do with it, so I forgot it. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> so. You're overlapping with yourself. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love the the ending. Everything just like came together so nicely for Bloom. Mm. Um, and yeah, the, the because we both wrote a chorus, we got to do the overlapping bit at the end. I love when your voice comes back in doing the, um, the bit I sing in the rest of the song the pre-chorus yeah in um, the the big bigger section yeah yeah, yeah i always love that mm. yeah and then we finish it off with a nice only vocals and piano mm. section which i fucking <laughs> i those are always like oh this is sick and then live you're like oh it's just my voice and nothing else i'm okay with it because it's your voice and my voice yeah. So it's like, yeah. Mm. And I guess when you got your ears in, like you're in your own little world in that section anyway, you just don't look at anyone. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, yeah I just feel the, the attention so much. Yeah, for sure. Because I'm like, I hope the, like, the um, piano samples are loud enough <laughs> so it doesn't just sound it's like just, our voices. Just our vocals. Maybe yeah. mine's down a little bit and it's just you singing yeah. and nothing. <laughs> yeah. Classic. But, yeah, that's, that's, um, that's Bloom. Any questions? <laughs> <laughs> Any questions about Bloom? Um, can you pull the lyrics up? Yeah, I've stopped filming anyway. But okay, cool. Um, do you want me to give them to you? Yeah. Actually, my fi- one of my favorite lines I've ever written is the um, "Now all I do is see you bloom without my shadow cast over you." Yeah, it's cool. That's uh, very happy with that one. It's um, dark, but. Also very cool. I thought you were talking about my phone screen. No, your phone screen's not dark. <laughs> um, so in the second verse, you say, um, so I sit alone inside my room. I smoke too oh. much. <laughs> I think of you. Do you want to <laughs> 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 Do you want to elaborate? You care to elaborate on that one? Um or not, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, so, like, <laughs> you know, like, so, the relationship's over by yourself, sitting in a room, and to get a vibe going, you, you smoke some incense. <laughs> just light some incense, light fill some the room incense. with incense smoke. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. yeah, it's just, um, talking about it makes it, like, plain. Because, like, I didn't want it to be, like, a... <laughs> a like it's just a. I'm cool with cutting it with the incense line. Oh, I don't mind. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, it's just yeah. I I don't want anybody. Oh, it's because it's 
you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But it's just it was just yeah. honest. So I, you're I, not violent sohoing it. Yeah, it's no, like, yeah. I didn't yeah. want to doon rats it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just not our brand yeah, and, no. and, and, and uh, style. But um, yeah, it was just like I just like as as we always talk about, we just kind of want to be honest, even if it's not like um, paints us in the best light. Like, yeah, I have no issue saying I smoked a bit too much much marijuana after a breakup. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, but it's medically prescribed. Um, so <laughs> now, <laughs> <laughs> currently, uh, so um, you know, it's uh, it was just you know. Like you said previously in the verse, you're just grieving. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. wasn't wasn't the healthiest coping mechanism, but yeah, it was it was one. Um, I I suppose the only part of this song that I contributed to lyrically um, is also about a breakup, but obviously a different breakup because mm. I didn't experience the same breakup as you. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, I think it sort of ties in with the whole theme of who the comfort is mm. in like figuring out who you are by yourself, not needing yeah. that, not needing like someone to be dependent on to, to have your personality. And, and so like in that pre-chorus where I'm like, um, I learned being alone was just a stepping stone to a goddamn blessing, literally just tying that back into um, working on yourself mm. post breakup and and it forces you to sort of reflect on who you actually are yeah um mm. in in yourself rather than existing coexisting with someone else or someone else's family and whatnot. yeah definitely mm. I think we're probably pretty good with with bloom so yeah. let's move on to your favorite song in the record I believe yes um, and maybe your favorite song we've ever Written? Maybe I was thinking about that. It's hard to up say. The top. Yeah. I think it may have recency bias. Yeah. Yeah. Um, recency bias and like what type of music I listen to more now, I guess maybe because um, I was thinking about it again recently. Not that this is the point of this podcast, but um, it's definitely like top. Definitely top five, probably top three. Um, I would put. I I was thinking about Deprime a bit more recently, and I think that's probably the the best comfort song. That probably would have been my guess. Um, prior to you talking about you as to being your favorite song you've ever written, yeah, be Deprime is like your magnum opus, yeah, um, as such. But like for me, you quite similar to Deprime in some ways mm. like obviously not completely lyrically but it like musically it feels like this um it's it's like a five and a half six minute yeah. piece mm. of like tension and release which is exactly what Deprime is yeah it's like it draw, draws you in and then pulls you away when you're expecting something big until the payoff right in the end of the song which is kind of very similar to Deprime I guess mm. Mm. and I think um we kind of stopped doing those songs mm. where the payoff is all at the end because um, we when we were first doing the band um that was kind of everything everything and where we we wanted to do that to every song so we kind of had to force ourselves to stop for a while <laughs> um uh well there, there were a few on um 
what is to be like futures. Yeah, definitely. Um, Sanctuary. Yeah. Um, and but this just kind of felt like. Well, I mean, it's it's essentially it was me trying to write re like write another version of transatlanticism from um, Death Cab for Cutie, and just those you know five minute, six minute, just building emotional classic um, songs, um, and uh, eventually found like the the musical parts that I wanted because there's like a few versions of me trying to write this song um, in my demos on my computer. Have I heard them? Um, like maybe at the time when I was writing it and sent through like clips, but then yeah, I'd okay. be like, oh, this is... There was some that were like too close <laughs> to the original. True, okay. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, this one felt like its own thing and uh, yeah, it just came together really easily and um just so many things worked out really well like when when i had kind of like the verse originally um uh i went over to marcus's to demo it out properly and i was thinking like when i got there i was like hey we need some like i really kind of want to start it with just this piano bit um and hadn't said that to him and then get there and he's like, oh, so I wrote this piano bit for the start and I was like, that's like, I've wanted you to do that and it just, yeah, so many things came together really well and then um, just, yeah, building and um, yeah, and then just the classic massive long bridge to the big outro that I love and then uh it's very layered, so it's like yeah. it starts off with just the the piano and and your voice just being like, yeah, I need to be alone. Sorry, Siri. Um, and um, I, I guess then like the guitar starts coming in, and then you get like the drums, and, mm. and there's like another layer of piano that comes in later, and, yeah. and you have a lead come in as well, and yeah. then starts like building and building, yeah. and you even get those like those tom that tom fill that I was like, that was yeah, I love that tom fill. Middle that of the song, Isaac put in there, um, really kind of unexpected to a degree, yeah. I think, um, uh, which is good. But yeah, there, there's so many layers in this song, and we love kind of just layering guitars and pianos and stuff. Um, like, that's how I started writing the song. It was just this one little guitar um, lead thing, and then I added another one, and that was the chorus, and just kind of went from there. But, um, yeah, I, I just love this song. It just feels like a adult wrote it. Okay, um, yeah, yeah. And, like, rather than something like... Um, I don't know. I don't want to trash anyone's yeah, song. Um, <laughs> well, just... on that then, um, the vocal performance is very, very like um, intimate. Mm. So it's, it's it's it feels like you're by yourself, but it also feels like I'm there with you when you're listening to it singing. So it's like um, it's vulnerable. I think. Yeah. Yeah. In the way that you sing it, it's probably like I, I'm as you know. Uh, extremely self-conscious about most things but especially my voice so it's not often i actually like how i sound but use probably probably my favorite my voice has sounded on a recorded Mm. song um 
maybe Solus actually as well. Yeah. Um, but definitely listen to Solus. Yeah, please. listen to Solus. We want to play it. And it's one of our favorite <laughs> songs. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I just kind of, I think I was just act, like honestly in a good spot when we were recording the album as well, and it was just a good time to record vocals because vocals are such a, I don't know, like personal thing you like confidence really helps when doing vocals because it makes you push or be more vulnerable yeah and i think um, we've spoken about it before where jimmy was really really helpful in that um and he made us feel very comfortable in in our own strengths and sort of like played to that and helped us get the best performance on everything Mm. yeah there there was just really yeah really great vibes and yeah it's extremely helpful when recording vocals because you have to sometimes do them a fair bit to find that like really special thing yeah and if you're struggling it can kind of get disheartening and yeah um, for sure when you're like got other people watching you sing Mm. uh, because if you if you don't know hearing your voice back totally dry with like nothing else on really expensive mics where (laughs) you can hear everything is can be a bit rough yeah. Um, so you, you you might do a take where you're like that felt really good, and then you listen to it back, and it's like, oh, yeah, that wasn't <laughs> what it felt like when I sung it. Mm. But um, for people that don't know, when you when you're tracking vocals, it's kind of or when you're tracking anything, but vocals in particular, you might get the perfect take, perfectly in tune, perfectly in time, but the the emotion of the vibe's not there. Mm. So sometimes you might have the emotion in the vibe, but it's not in tune. So you kind of really need to like really intertwine all those things and get the exact perfect take and sometimes that's instant sometimes it takes a long time before you can really get in the groove of that song Mm -hmm. you felt like something where you it's it's so you yeah forgive the pun in a pretty in my comfort zone yeah that it it felt like it was there for you to jump straight into that groove yeah like recording it immediately yeah and it's just kind of like pretty like it's there's no real like straining too much or it's just yeah it just felt like a really perfect kind of section to yeah. sing in yeah um, it's almost talky to an extent like it like yeah. it feels like you're almost writing in a journal mm. um singing it yeah yeah, yeah. well f- for the lyrics like um what kind of besides obvious a uh, pretty clear and obvious breakup um but there's this artist called Chase Huglin. Huglin? I think that's it. I know it's Chase. Um, Chase Lounge. What? <laughs> <laughs> Go on. <laughs> um, that uh, Dylan, not um, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. not uh, Deadlights Dylan. Um, but uh, he sh- yeah showed me this artist, and it's like he's just a kind of like more folky acoustic artist, but. At the time when I was listening to it, um, the the lyrics were just super specific and personable, um, personal about like the situation this person was in with whatever it was. So it was like, like the you know on the it was just talking about really specific situations in this person's life and like not not very general things. And I was like, oh, I really like how like this can only be about mm, this person yeah. and this situation. And I decided to... It's very literal. Yeah. Which may actually speak to autism, but... um, True, yeah. Yeah. But it was, yeah, I I just wanted to be just super honest and descriptive about this 
like the the breakup and dealing with it and how I felt afterwards, um, mm. which is great um, when you're writing it. And then when it comes out, <laughs> you're like, oh, fuck, is this, a, this is about another person. Well, that's what I was going to ask is like it, go as in-depth or as little as possible, the, whatever you want. But like w- what's that like to be extremely specific about things um, when you know the other person might hear it and might experience and had different experiences to you in that breakup or whatever, but it's yeah. very familiar to them. Yeah, well, it, when when doing it, it doesn't feel as bad. It's like, oh, this is like... No, it's in your phone. Yeah, <laughs> like it's like... And like a year yeah. away from anyone hearing it. Um, but like obviously things change and depending on how the you know ongoing relationship is, um, yeah, that, it was kind of... Uh, nerve-wracking but also i don't think i said anything no definitely not yeah. no so but, I, was, but I was pretty confident yeah. in the fact that there was like it was just um genuine um emotional expression and um it was just it was more about me yeah um and my feelings than yeah. anything else like it wasn't like you did this and <laughs> um so I was never really. You mean, t- you mean like a hardcore pop punk song? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it, it's not. Um, it's not a story so far song. Um, <laughs> but so I was always like not too concerned. But there, it is. You know, it is a. It's a super weird thing because, um, it's such a unique situation mm. that like, is very rare that like not many people are in bands, not many people release songs, not many people write the lyrics, and yeah. mm. doing that and it being like another like every song you listen to there's a there's another person that isn't yeah. in the band that there's a lot of attachment to it so it's we- like it's just weird yeah that, um, yeah it's uh, just it's written in a very personal way that it must have been um yeah very nerve-wracking to to even like bring to us for one and then to put it out there in the world as well yeah i mean with you guys because we've all well now and especially you and i know each other for so long there's not too much um angst about that sort of thing but definitely yeah when it's about another person it can get a bit you just feel weird and you're like am i doing the right like should i just not do any say anything and then i'm like but then it's like yeah it's weird because it's it's you get to do this as well yeah. like and the other person doesn't have a you know a, a right of reply in the same way and it can i guess it can be quite you know it'd be like if just if another person wrote like a fucking facebook status about their ex <laughs> like to everyone to see like the other person would be like oh that's like don't love that yeah so and then it's weirder even for then if you like write back and yeah. you're like, well this is like oh so yeah it's, it's this weird one where like it's like if i want to think about it too much i'll probably yeah be not be crumble good. up into a ball yeah cringe yeah yeah um, <laughs> but it is it's a, just a weird situation that um yeah is one of those things. Yeah, oh, I remember reading an interview a long time ago, um, I think with Josh Farrow, um, who played guitar on the first three Paramore records. And um, it was after his exit in the band and he was talking about Brand New Eyes and how the whole record was about 
um, the band nearly breaking up mm. and like all of Haley's animosity and um, disdain, I guess, for the for the rest of the band at the time. And Josh was kind of like, I mean, say what you want about Josh, whatever. But he was kind of like, we never got to say our side of the story, even though like this is our music yeah. too. Mm. Um, and I think that's probably amplified for anyone that's, outside of that um going well i've got no avenue to even give my side of the story but in saying that you isn't it's not um mean spirited at all yeah like it's 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 almost just literally descriptive yeah with and then the chorus is uh like just one of those things you wonder after breakups like um like is like was this the right decision? Yeah. Um, and, you know, things that you, like, probably the things you never get answers to, mm. um, especially, like, when you when you start getting a bit older, like, fucking five-year relationships ending, uh, like, cool, <laughs> now i got to fucking, <laughs> like, put myself out there again. Yeah. Um, so it, yeah, it's the worst, and I wouldn't wish it upon anyone. <laughs> <anymore. laughs> yeah, I saw this really good. I'm sorry if you're single. I saw this really good descriptor for like um, breakups. It's like you're dying in a video game, but you come back with like half the life, <laughs> and um, yeah, yeah. So just that on your repeat. Stats are down. Yeah, <laughs> you got to build that up again. Mm. <laughs> yeah, like I, I cannot imagine. This is going so off topic of the band now, but I could not imagine having to be single ever again you know what i have nightmares about it sometimes (laughs) where i like where i wake up um or in my dream i guess my current partner just doesn't exist Mm. like it's not like we've broken up it's like i haven't found her and she doesn't exist and i'm like i thought i had this whole thing sorted (laughs) why have i got to go through this again then i wake up and she's next to me i'm like oh thank god yeah (laughs) i mean don't don't get me wrong i enjoy being sing i mean like me out of a lot of people (laughs) what's your word i love my i i like alone time and solitude and as we're talking about with like bloom the the i guess there's a you grow in different ways, both in and out of relationships, and you mm. can learn different things. But you, I think, you can only learn certain things on your own, and you can only learn certain things in relationships. Um, so, like, last time I was single, I was really happy about it. Um, yeah, and like, wasn't didn't need anyone else. Yeah, um, but and and that's not yet the, the, the concern is more just the the socialing socializing <laughs> aspect of being single because like i i like i feel like i would want like i don't want to be alone forever is, yeah is yeah. The, the thing and just the the modern dating oh my god is that it is that everything on you yeah i don't know I really are, oh, like, I, I kind of, as we're talking, like, I don't, I'm just talking now, but um, I think you liked it as well, the necklace line. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. it's so specific. Yeah, it's so... Like, sp- I know the necklace you're talking yeah, about. I, yeah, like- when I wrote that, I was like, this is a sick line. <laughs> um, but it's- actually, that's one thing I was going to ask, is, like, um, it's, it's, it's actually really different to the lyrics you usually write. If you want to actually read them out, or like read them on a page and then sit them next to anything else that you've written in the last 10 years. 
it's so different to anything else you've written. Mm. Um, and maybe aside from one other thing that you wrote that we didn't end up releasing, um, which became Sad Song, I guess. Oh, yeah. Th- th- you've never actually written anything else like that. Was that something you were more excited about? Or was it like, did you have any concerns of like, are these good enough to be a little bit. my lyrics? A little bit. Um, I mean, even kind of said it when we were talking to Ophelia who did our press for the album mm-hmm. um, about when shout out to Big Mouth PR if you yeah. want a PR person Ophelia is the best the best um, so yeah when we're doing the press for um, Bloom actually and you kind of got to you know say the what the song's about thing mm-hmm. and I, I was like it's kind of just a relationship song there's not much to work with um <laughs> that's kind of it's really it's really weird there's such a i don't know if most people understand it until you have to do it but there's such a difference in songs you like listening to and songs you want to write and feel proud of at least yeah. for me yeah so like when for me like relationship songs about like breakups or relationships or whatever feel very nothingy um, to write, but not to listen to. Yeah, yeah. Because like, Cause like I, I can listen to a main song. Oh, exactly, and, and, like, and love it, and yeah. be my song of the year. Yeah, and the uh, lyrics aren't like anything poetically amazing. Yeah, they're just saying stuff. But yeah, I guess with the comfort, what it's it's kind of become as you know we've grown and um, you learn more about the world is like for the comfort. I guess there's a very high bar um, like for us, like. Yeah, you know, we probably personally say that. Personally, though. I don't know if anyone else expects. Oh no, us no, yeah, it's it's definitely it. way more personally set. Um, I I guess just kind of like, you know, there's so many bands that write choruses that are just absolutely nothing. Mm. Um, just like I always, Dom and I always do this thing where we'll hear a band song and then like see the lyrics, and you're like, "Can you imagine <laughs> like sitting down and literally writing these lyrics yeah. like in your notes or like on a piece of paper?" Yeah. And I don't want to like give any examples, but like you know the chorus, like bands that just write choruses that are just they're pure for the the melody, and yeah, yeah. there's no lyrical substance whatsoever. And I'm always like, like, can you, did you really just like, did you actually write that down seriously? And did you like, <laughs> oh yeah, these are good. Yeah. Um, so for me, it's always, and I think probably we suffer in some aspects. Um, for me, it's always been lyrics over melody. Yep. Um, and yeah, for just for the comfort, I'm, I'm trying to say something and well, yeah. just in general life, like I don't. Tend besides when I just fucking start rambling on this podcast, <laughs> um, like I generally don't like saying things unless it needs to be said and or mm. hasn't been said. Yeah. So I don't. I I'm never. I don't like just saying the same thing yeah. that other people say because they're saying that. I'm like, okay, what's my in? What is my take? Or what yeah. can I, what hasn't been said that can be added here? So and that's how I feel about writing. So like with songs like. 29 or um i don't know what other songs i've written just songs about like i guess most of what it is to be um Mm. to be honest just like songs about life and questioning things and then yeah i I guess we've got a very unique opportunity to to actually say something and like because we've got a platform Mm. that we've accidentally built over the the last nine years or whatever and we've got this opportunity to actually say something and have influence over people so we don't want to say nothing yeah exactly and like 
when when you kind of have a blank slate of music, um, it's like you can say something like really, you know, powerful, like conformist, for example, where the lyrics about you know kind of looking at our society and the way forward and etc. Or do I want to write a breakup song? Yeah, yeah. And like, it's more thinking. It's it's not that there's no room for breakup songs. Oh, well, I just put two well, of yeah. them on here, and um, I put one. So, <laughs> blooming you. No, and I put one. Oh, and you put one on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but it's kind of like when you. It's thinking about like when I. I mean, I'm like even now. It's kind of like looking back on your what you've contributed to the world a little bit yeah. for me, and because music is my thing that i'm contributing um it's like when i look back do i want to just have written a bunch of songs about girls or Mm. do i want to have tried to um you know explore my consciousness for a real pretentious way to say it yeah um yeah super pretentious but (laughs) but it's also like i mean we also like ghosts our first ep was all about a breakup it's like my it's a way to connect with people because like everyone experiences that everyone experiences rejection and yeah. everyone experiences um like relationship hardship whether yeah. it's with a friend or a partner or whatever and, and it's it's definitely a way you can connect with people and then um i guess now that we've built that platform it's like well let's not waste this opportunity yeah. it's also as um i don't know if anyone saw that article i wrote uh, about being autistic um, but it's also my lyrics have always just been what I'm thinking about or feeling at the time. Yeah. And when, you know, I was younger, it was about relationships. Yeah. And then as I like learned more about the world, it was, a, it's essentially music is, is my way literally to connect. Um, uh, so it's Communicate just ideas. I yeah. Guess. It, it's, it's how I think and, speak to people it's through like everything i want to say i put it in lyrics and put it in a song and then release that song and it's what i'm focused on at the time and when you go through a breakup like talking shit about breakup songs or whatever like there's nothing that um there's no feeling like after a breakup yeah like it's this as as you said before um it's a personal death um and you know it's this it like no matter what else is happening it's the main thing happening in your world at the time and Mm. there's nothing not many things that feel that big um so it's you know as while it might not be like yeah the most philosophical kind of subject i mean love is i guess it's a main reason we're on this planet um but um I forget what I was saying. <laughs> breakups suck. Yes, uh, these two suck. songs are both about breakups. Everyone has experienced a break, or most people have experienced a breakup. Um, but yeah, like when when a breakup's happening, that's what you're thinking about. So that's kind of what happens with the yeah why the songs come about because they yeah. take over everything in your world at the time. Yeah, until you know you process that those feelings, and that's kind of. Really lucky thing, actually, about being in a band because um, one of, and this is an, an opinion, like the, one of the best things for growing and learning about yourself and processing emotions is writing about it. Yeah. Because you have to really think about how you feel. Yeah, yeah. And put it down on a page and 
like stew over it and like is this how i feel yeah like what am i actually saying and i, I guess and to, to like to take a slight tangent by accident but like a lot of the times when someone asks you a question about something and you answer it your answer is not necessarily how you actually feel mm-hmm. it's the, just the first thing that you say and then you adopt that because you've said it yeah and so when you write things down you ha- you are forced to actually look at it again and again and again and go actually do i really think that way maybe it maybe i don't maybe it's more like yeah, this and they, and they change and evolve as your um ideas about how you feel evolve mm. and change and develop i guess yeah for sure mm. i think we're good to wrap this up eh? yeah so we have um announced a headline tour for next february 2023 um we're playing three shows three main shows um one in sydney at the chippo hotel uh i'd like to tell you the supports because they will probably be announced but on the off chance that something changes yeah. i'm just gonna keep it chill for a there second there will be supports there will, there will be some really cool supports yeah, really um, stoked, actually. on the whole tour so we're really excited for that and um I guess anyone listening probably already knows what the supports are. But, yeah, the Chippo Hotel uh, on the 10th of February in Sydney. We're playing Bad Decisions Bar on the 17th of February in Melbourne. Um, on the 18th, we're actually playing a show with Being as an Ocean, but you can't buy tickets to that because so, it's already sold out. So um, if you're a Being as an Ocean fan, I guess we'll see you there in Brisbane at the Bright Side. Mm-hmm. But then the following week, we're playing our homecoming show at O'Sculligan's in Brisbane. Um that one is pretty close to sold out already. Yeah, so that one will sell out by the. I mean, at the very least, the time of the show. So I maybe even by now. So yeah. if you if you're listening and you don't have tickets, um, sorry, but yeah. get tickets if they're available. Find a way in if they're not. Yeah, yeah. these are going to be. Well, we haven't headlined for four years. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, we'll talk more about it on the next podcast. Yeah, but uh, if you're going to get some. Um, if you want to go somewhere for tickets, go to www.thecomfortmusic.com forward slash shows. So that's www.thecomfortmusic.com forward slash shows. All the tickets can be dot there. .com, not .com.au? No, just .com. Oh, nice. Fancy. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. Thank you. That Thanks was Blooms. You um, reminded Dom's wearing his own shirt. And, uh, <laughs> and you should buy that shirt so I don't have to promote it myself. Yeah. Thank you and uh, good night.